enjoy the film. You want butter on your popcorn? The theater will be ready in a second. So those clones are actually... They're, uh... I had, like, a conversation with one. They're starting to learn. They seem to be learning more phrases, at least. What? Have you been talking to the clones? Trying to. Well, they're the only people around at this point. Well, they mostly introduce themselves to me, and then we kind of get into it, you know? I mean, they're they're just kind of out and about. It's, it's, it sort of feels like the town, like it used to, except all the citizens are clones who mostly say their name. But I did have one who, who asked me about my my hat. Wow. It is an interesting hat. I, I, I didn't want to say anything at first. I thought, I thought you know, let's get into the podcast and maybe we'll discuss it. I'm happy it came up because that is a choice. Thank you. Uh, it's a big, a big blue foam cowboy hat. And it says, kiss me, I'm Irish. I'm trying to bring like a little joy back into my life. <laughs> Listen. Well, is it working? <laughs> it's yeah. been a rough, a rough go of things. You know what I'm talking about. We've spent the last why? What do you mean? Months together. Uh, so I I found this novelty hat at uh, the old you know Linda's novelty hat store. Uh huh. And I was like, I'm doing the, I'm doing something for me. So I put some money on the counter since no one was running the store. But I'm an honest guy, and I got this uh, <laughs> this big foam cowboy hat that says "Kiss Me, I'm Irish." I thought it would just bring a little a little levity in some little way. It's causing me more confusion than anything, Henry. I think I think this is this is fascinating. You, well, you said you said you wanted to do it in a little way, and this is I mean this is a big way. This is a big way. Well, it's a big hat, but it's just a hat, you know. Like I just it'd be like wearing a T-shirt with a funny. This phrase. is not just a hat. This is a statement. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. That hat has changed you, man. You're I, you're you're becoming the hat, man. This this hat's taken you do over, you want, man. Do you want me to take it off? I'll take it off. Yeah, take take off the hat. Yeah, actually, that's better. That's better. That's better. So the point was, a clone said more than just their name to me. This is this is a big revelation. Oh, that's right. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) They said big hat, bad. Which is basically what you both said to me so now. They, they are learning. Yeah, they're getting smart. <laughs> they're gaining opinions about clothing. But th- yeah, it seems like they're evolving almost. My goodness. Well, they've they've started wearing clothes for one thing. Yeah, which I appreciate. Hmm. I thought it was rather freeing. I have yet to put on any clothes. Yeah, we've noticed that since we disguised ourselves as clones... You've remained nude and gooed. The last the last three weeks, actually, you have been nude and gooed. Yeah. And yet you still manage to find something wrong with what I'm wearing. Well, you know, Kyle, maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's it. Maybe I think you just shouldn't wear anything. I'm going to wear clothing, Greg. I don't know. Maybe if you maybe if you maybe if you freed yourself from the prison that is clothing, maybe then you will feel true happiness maybe then i'd gain your approval well i don't know about that let's not go too far but you might feel happy (laughs) can i wear that uh you know what if you take off everything else (laughs) yeah wear the hat (laughs) the big blue film cowboy hat is a good look Mm -hmm. as long as you're also nude and good Mm -hmm. 
kiss me i'm irish <laughs> it just works better there it is yes well uh yeah so we've been we've been just kind of living on an island mm-hmm. we're living on an island we're island folk now everybody's walking around in uh, <laughs> bahama shorts and flip-flops barefoot sandals pineapples seem to be i mean be it's like everywhere. it's like it, it's been getting upwards of like 35 36 degrees here in timberdale it is so hot i'm sweating like a pig out here <laughs> the town's got this weird almost tropical vibe going on yeah weird tropical vibe the lizard people keep helicoptering in supplies cheese it cheese it's mostly hawaiian shirts sandals old movies that they don't want anymore that were straight to DVD. Yeah. Right. They're still sending the movies they don't want to, to our town. And we're still watching them. We're still watching them, of course. Because what are we going to do? Not watch anything? Absurd. That's like me not wearing my signature big cowboy hat. Okay. Uh, well, okay. It's a staple now. Uh. Well, I mean. I'm putting it back on. Oh, oh, God. Oh, Kyle. Oh, Henry. You'll just have to get used Henry, to would it. you help me out here? What, do you want a hat too? What? Do you have a hat? Yeah, there's, I actually, we, because me and Kyle, we walked down to the novelty shop together. I just, I filled a bag. I didn't find anything that I actually wanted. To, well, well what, actually, this one's what pretty kind nice. Of hat? That's a good one. This one's one. pretty nice. I'm going to put one on. There we wow. go. Ooh. Well, that one, well, that one says, well, that one just says, kick me. And it's a boot. Get it? <laughs> Well, no, I get it. <laughs> Do you want a novelty hat, Greg? We we've, we've got a bunch. Yeah, here, well, here, get one out of get one out of this rub, trash bag. Let me bag just rummage through them. these. Let me just rummage through. It's not very often that I'm the one getting handed clothing. <laughs> That's true. Well, this one this one's just a big old monkey. It says it says quit monkeying around. See, don't you feel good now? Good. Don't you feel let's, happier? Yeah, let's do the podcast this is in a, hats. This is an anthropomorphic banana, and it says a bunch of fun. Do you want to try that one on? On the back, it says, quit bananaing around. That's good. <laughs> that seems like a misprint. That was pretty... <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, is, this, is a, this is a milk jug. Uh-huh. Utter disaster. These aren't really good. No, but there's a lot of them, and they're all different. There certainly are a lot. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to keep looking through this. I'll, I'll, I'll keep looking through this throughout the episode here. Let's, let's, let's not... Let's not get bogged down here. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, welcome to Break Room at the Cineplex. Yeah. Uh, my name is Kyle McClinsky. Yeah, my name is Greg Basil. I'm Henry Prime Harrison. Yes, Henry Prime, not mm-hmm. the clone of Henry. No, no. Which has disappeared somewhere, and who knows where. If you're but... looking for him, he looks like me, but he's in the nude. <laughs> Not he won't have a novelty hat on, and he's very charismatic. <laughs> yeah, actually, the novelty hats will help in in distinguishing us between. Because every time I step out of the shower these days, I get a little spooked when I look in the mirror, mm. and then I'm like, "Hold up, <laughs> wait a second, he's not good though." You got to shower with the hat on. <laughs> there you go, shower with the hat on. There, there yes. Now, no, never mind. I think I'm coming around on the hats. I, I think I've come around on the hats. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's, let's. We did watch a movie this week uh, that we're going to review, as you've come to expect from this podcast, uh, among other things. And uh, <laughs> let's just dive right in. So this was a, it was a science fiction uh, uh, rom com. Yes, is what it was. Henry, what was it called? It was called "Give Me Some Space." Give me <laughs> some space. 
And it all starts off with this uh, with this android named uh, named Tormund. Mm-hmm. Android named <laughs> Tormund. And Tormund, he's he's feeling things for a coworker. Yeah, they're they're up on this this space station, up in outer space. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a scientist. Her name is Penelope, uh, and she's this 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 brilliant astrophysicist who's who's mm-hmm. uh, working on this space station. And she's got sort of this uh, a group of several androids that that help her out, or you know, with things that you know they go out for spacewalks because they don't need a suit, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. And they're up there. They're monitoring Mars to see if anything's changing on Mars. Yeah. Nothing has. Mm-mm. Except for Tormund's feelings for Penelope. <laughs> so he's he's talking to he's talking to one of his buddies, one of his buddies who works down in engineering, uh 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 Davis. Davis comes over and he's like and he's like, Hey Tormund, guess what I guess what I found out in en- in engineering today? <laughs> and Tormund's like, Shut up, Davis. Uh uh I'm so I'm so taken with Penelope, it hurts. And Davis is like what do you mean? You're an android, and and, and Tormund's like Davis. You gotta stop with those jokes, okay? They're really in, they're really insensitive. And we realize Tormund doesn't even know he's an android. He's such an advanced version of AI that he believes he's human. Right. So so he he's crying into his pincers and um and and just like kind of wiping the tears away because uh-huh. he's so taken with Penelope, and he's like. I love her. Do not say such hurtful things. I am human. <laughs> and um and Davis is like, "Okay, well, never mind. Guess what I learned in engineering today? I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. I understand that existence is pain. Your apology is accepted. <laughs> Confirmed, fellow human." <laughs> and he pats him on the back <laughs> and uh launches him across the room. Uh, because they're in zero gravity, and he's incredibly strong. Bye, Joe. Right, so, I don't so know my own he strength. Suc- he suction cups over and, and gets him gets him off the floor and up mm-hmm. uh, up again. Come now, Davis. Working uh, hard or hardly working. <laughs> and Davis is like, but but listen, um, you know, I I I understand your feelings, but you know, I don't think she's the one for you, man. And 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 um, Tormund is is upset. He's like, what what do you mean? Does not compute, and then uh, uh, Davis. I mean, it doesn't make like, sense. <laughs> I'm like, a human. He's just like, listen, th- you know, I think there's someone out there for everyone, and and I just like, you know, for you, man, I just Penelope, I don't think is is your right fit, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And Tormund has to has to compute this for a while. Um, he's got some like numbers flashing across mm-hmm. his face, and and he's like calculating. <laughs> Me plus Penelope equals forever. <laughs> so we we cut to Penelope, who's up in her her cabin. She's doing some sort of a gravity experiment. She's holding a rock and letting go, and she's like, "Huh, it doesn't drop." All right, uh, makes a note, <laughs> and uh, and all these androids around her just go, "Oh, very good, very good." They applaud. <laughs> and Davis comes up, and he's like, "Hey, Penelope, uh, can I talk to you for a second? It's about Tormund." And she's like, "Oh, our most advanced android," and he's like, "That's the one." <laughs> I don't know. That's the yeah. We both know that information. <laughs> let's let's talk over here. And he's like, "Listen, I know that we uh, we worked really hard to get Tormund to the point where he's smart enough to 
apparently no longer believe he's an android, he's developing feelings for you, and, and I don't know how to tell him not to without revealing to him that he's an android, which is, of course, the one thing we are not allowed to do, or the repercussions will be dire. Penelope turns on her and she's like, that's absolutely right, you're not, you didn't tell him that, you didn't tell him? Okay, no, you didn't tell him, okay, good, sorry, I, my, my brain works so quickly because I'm such a smart, I'm such a smart scientist person that my, I was, uh, uh, I was only half listening to you. Uh, Davis, here's the deal. If you ever tell him that, uh, uh, that he's not a human, that there are going to be dire consequences. And Davis is like, I just said that. Why are you repeating what I just said to you? And please, please put me down. You've, you've lifted, we're in zero gravity. You've lifted me off the floor. She's like, I'm going to go check on Tormund because he's our most advanced android. <laughs> Like we've said before. The only one who who doesn't know he's an android. And uh, so she she storms out. She storms out and all of and, and the whole group of androids follow her. As is their directive. Clapping <laughs> and hearts on their faces. Very clearly also in love with Penelope. <laughs> but at least not under the misconception that they're human. So she she enters the lower the lower deck mm-hmm. and she finds Tormund sulking in a corner. And and she's like, what what's what's wrong, Tormund? Are you okay? And he says, okay. And and he like looks up at her. And and you uh, mentioned he looks up at her because he's about three feet tall. He's like he's like a little he's like a little robot guy. A little box. <laughs> he's a little box with with two a legs. Little box with like little little clippy feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think Wally, but more box. Yeah, a more square version of Wally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who thinks he's human? Picture. Picture Wally, all right, you got it in your head? Uh-huh. No, squarer. <laughs> Flatter sides, sharper corners. And smaller. And significantly smaller than Wally. And she's like, Torment, I need to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Davis has been saying some things, and I just, I have con- some concerns about our relationship and how, you know, this is going forward. And Torment, Torment looks up and says, you are breaking up with me? Oh. <laughs> And she's like, no, no, Tormund, we were never a couple. We were never an item. Uh, we're just two human beings sharing a space station, studying science. And, Tor- and Tormund is, is like, but is it, not, is it not possible for two co-workers to coexist in a relationship type scenario? Checking employee guidebook. <laughs> and she just says, listen, I just, I just don't date co-workers that's just my my thing i I never do oh and he says i totally get it <laughs> and she's like well i'm glad we had this talk uh and she walks back up and Tormund starts packing his bag he he gets like a little suitcase mm-hmm. it's a little tiny cute little suitcase he yeah. starts packing think a suitcase know, but more square yeah like a really boxy suitcase he's he puts this paper bag labeled human supplies in there um, which is filled with like motor oil, uh, nuts and bolts. <laughs> he also puts in some full-size clothes. Yeah, a full-size shirt, pants, a suit, a tie, one sock, and a and a teddy bear. Mm-hmm. And and as uh, and he 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 leaves a, a a little envelope with uh with with the name Penelope on it. He he leaves a, a address to Penelope mm-hmm. with a little heart on there. And he turns around and he walks out. And we, we kind of hold on the, the, the letter, which is sitting on, uh, this is up in Penelope's room. You set it on her cot. And, uh, and it start of, starts to float because of zero gravity. And it floats up, up, up into the air vent. <laughs> <laughs> Poor fella. 
And he just he walks out of the airlock. <laughs> he walks out of the airlock into space. <laughs> he just sort of floats there. He's kind of heads. I mean, he's, he floats out. His trajectory, while very slow, is headed towards the surface of Mars. Yeah. And uh, um, we then cut to the surface of Mars, and there is a convenience store on there. And and and, and uh, uh, we see the shopkeeper. <laughs> Shopkeeper's there, and 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 he's he's talking to somebody. He's like, "No, I'm telling you, I I pick I'm picking the the Saturn." the Saturn Satyrs for four in the fourth quarter. Uh, I think that they're a great basketball team and they've got the, hey, look up there. And two pe- and these two folks, they look up and just touching ground is Tormund. Tormund. Tormund walks over and, and, he, and, he's, and he's like, hello there. My name is Tormund. Human food, please. Yeah. <laughs> and the shopkeeper looks at him and is like, well, you don't seem like you're from around these parts. Is this your first time at the uh, the Mars settlement? Can I interest you in a bar? We just call them that because we already live here on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and he says, no, thank you. I only eat human food. And he starts to kind of waddle away. And he says, now hold up now. You said your name was Tormund? And he, he says, yes. He says, now Tormund... I, I I gotta say something. I mean, you know, me and him are the only people who live here on Mars, so I'm just <laughs> curious how you got here and what your story is a little bit. <laughs> and and Tormund says, story. And and we kind of get this flashback, and it's Penelope building Tormund mm-hmm. and, and bringing him to life, going through these different tests, him show, and then like him kind of growing jealous of these other robots that are in love with her too. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, because he was one of the first that Penelope ever built. Right. Penelope Penelope kept building uh, uh, other models, and and so so he he kind of watched. He watched Penelope move on. Right. And <laughs> she's building, shit. yeah, more advanced models of, of Android, but she knows that the not to put the, the AI to the to the, the level where uh they believe they're human. Like she she kind of realized her mistake with Tormund, but she holds a little special place in her heart for the little guy. Yeah. But yeah, he watched her build bigger, better androids. Mm-hmm. Also, he was he was jealous, but he was also like at least I'm human. Yeah. So I don't see androids as much of a threat. Mm-hmm. And 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 he kind of he kind of uh, at that moment we we come out of the out of the flashback and he and he looks down at his hands. Oh God, <laughs> Penelope. So the shopkeeper. <laughs> The shopkeeper's like, you kind of just went silent for a little while. And then shouted the name Penelope, providing no other context. I don't know who this Penelope woman is. is does she live up there, right up there in that space station up there? And, and he says, yes, that is home, but not anymore. And he starts to kind of walk, like, roll away again. Mm-hmm. And he, he kind of wanders out into the, the Mars, uh, I mean... Desert. I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a small settlement. There's not much yeah. there. And he he's just thinking to himself. He's like, he's like, uh, uh, um, must figure out where I belong. And uh, so so he opens his suitcase. He finds like a nice cave somewhere. And he opens his suitcase. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's hanging up his laundry because <laughs> that's what humans do. Of course, mm-hmm. of course. And then he 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 gets his bag, his paper bag out with human supplies. Sets it sets it down. 
lays his head onto it, and then grabs his little teddy bear, shutting down, and he goes to sleep. And he dreams. Mm-hmm. There's this uh, this dance hall. It's got chandeliers. Mm-hmm. There, there, there are paintings on the wall. There, there, there are there are uh, stained glass windows, and he's and and he's there. We see his robot head. I'm sorry, his android head. Well, robot. I mean, he's a robot. <laughs> he's a robot. His robot head, but a human body underneath. Mm-hmm. And he's there with in a tuxedo with a little bow tie and tails. And and uh, uh, and Penelope, he he he, he kind of motions that there's music playing, some some nice waltz music playing. And mm-hmm. Penelope, he motions upwards, and she walks down the stairs. And, and and they they both go hand in hand and they start dancing together. Right, and it's like zero gravity, so they like lift off the floor mm-hmm. and they're like spinning through the air. It's really kind of touching. Like it's beautiful, and all the other right. androids are there, and they're all just clapping along. Just they're 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 yeah. applauding him and Penelope dancing together. They're saying, "What two humans go two humans?" <laughs> and then the gravity kicks back in, and they fall to the floor. Mm-hmm. And he wakes up. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And he he realizes, okay, I'm not her coworker anymore. I fit all the criteria. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so we we can be in love together now. Um, yeah. Now I just now I now I need to go back not as her coworker but as her lover. Yes. So he starts his journey back. He starts his journey back, and 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 he and he comes up to the to the convenience store again, and those people are still talking. They're they're like they're like. Uh, uh, well, I, I I would probably pick the Jupiter J. Oh, hey, there's that little kid again. There's that boxy fella. <laughs> and, 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 he, and he comes through and says, uh, no time to talk, just passing through. On to find love. And they're like, hey, good for you, little fella. Good for you. And he launches off the side of their building and just out into space. Yeah. <laughs> he launches with such speed that he escapes the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, he hits the space station at full speed. Uh, we we cut to Penelope's room, and and alarms start to sh- to turn on because he's yeah. punctured a hole in the space station now. <laughs> right? She hears this like huge like, thum, and uh, and air starts being sucked out of the uh, of the space station. She she starts to grab her bed because this is right on her bedroom. Yeah, she she's clutching on for dear life. And he and she's 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 holding on, and he's standing there. He's like Penelope, just before you say anything, please just listen. And she's like, "Dear God, there's been a breach." She's calling on her her radio yeah. to to Davis, and he's just standing there talking to her. And he's like, "Look, I've had a lot of time to think about things." <laughs> I totally understand that you don't want to date a coworker. I'm willing to, and she's and she's desperately trying to call anybody. She goes through this whole like incredible survival she, sequence. She's like flipping the mattress over, trying to plug the hole, mm-hmm. uh, like just shoving things in there while not trying not to get sucked out, like clinging onto onto Tormund for dear life. And he's like, "Oh, a hug," and he hugs her back. And, oh, um, I knew you would understand. She's like creating a makeshift seal for the the wind. Window. She's like using tape and 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 different sorts of adhesives to try to plug the gap. Bubble gum. <laughs> she's she's quickly chewing gum and sticking and, it. And Davis Davis bursts in the room and he's like, oh my god! And uses like this like caulking like laser thing and it some, seals some the hole. S- 
futuristic thing, yeah. And he's like, my god, Tormund, what were you thinking? And he says, I've been thinking a lot. <laughs> he's like, Davis, you might as well be here for this too. And Davis is like, listen, Tormund, she doesn't want to date you because you're an android. And 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 Penelope gasps. She's like, oh, no. And, and Tormund says, android. And he starts to sh- shake. He starts to kind of rattle. Yeah, and he looks, he looks, he turns to the, to the window and he sees his reflection. Touches his face. Yeah, clank. (laughs) 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 And he, uh, he, yeah, he like kind of starts to, to shake and rattle and they're like bolts sort of like tumbling off of him and he just spins and leaves the room. Just, uh, he storms off, storms off. And Penelope turns to Davis and she's like, how could you? I told you that we couldn't tell him. And just at that moment, the air conditioning kicks in and his letter floats out of the air conditioning vent Mm -hmm. and floats right into Penelope's hand. And she's like, what's this? I'm still mad at you, but first this. And and (laughs) Davis is like, I don't know, but it's got your name on it. You might as well open it. And so she she opens the envelope and and Davis is like, oh, I'm just going to. I'll just leave you to this. You know, like he's clearly trying to get out of the talking to that that he's got coming. He's like, yeah. "I'll leave you alone. Uh, 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 we'll talk. We'll talk later." I got lots of science to do, you know. <laughs> and plus, Tormund might be uh, might be malfunctioning or something. I should probably go check on him. So he leaves the room, and we're we're left. Pe- Penelope's alone with this letter, and she slowly opens it up, and we see on the inside it's just a series of zeros and ones. <laughs> But she's like, luckily, I read binary. She says out loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me just put on my bifocals. And she slaps hey. on some glasses and starts reading. Yeah. A great moment for a little joke there, I think. Cut the yeah. tension. And she starts to read. And, and, and we, we don't hear any of what this letter says. We just see her face. No, we hear a little rustling of paper. Yeah, a little rustling of paper and just her face. And her, her eyes start to well with tears. And yes. the tears don't fall because it's zero gravity. They just kind of s- pool there. They just there. sit there. But it's clear that she's that she's touched by this letter, whatever it says. Mm-hmm. And right at that moment, red light comes on in the entire facility. Mm-hmm. Davis runs in the room and he's like, he, he's hacked into the mainframe. He's, he's, he controls the space station <laughs> He's going to crash us into Mars. <laughs> and we cut to the two, the two uh, uh, Mars folk down in, the, mm-hmm. down in the shop. He's like, well, my choice would be the, you know, the Jupiter. J- oh, my God. And they like, he points up at the sky. And the space station is starting to hurtle towards Mars mm-hmm. slowly but surely. And you're like, well, that's. That's a little different, and it cuts back, cuts back to up in the up in the up in the space station, and Davis is like, "How? What are we gonna do, Penelope?" Penelope's like, "I think I I think I know what we need to do," and uh, the voice comes over the intercom system, Penelope, I always thought I loved you, but now I know it cannot be. We are too different, you and I. <laughs> and Penelope's like. Listen, Tormund, I, I, I know I know now. I, I got your letter. I, I've read it. I understand you know, where, where you're coming from. I understand what we can do to make this better. And Tormund says, It is too late. We cannot do that now, Penelope. And at that moment, the, the air, the air conditioning shuts off. Mm-hmm. There's no fresh air in the building anymore. And they're like, He's going he's gonna to suffocate us and then he crashes us into Mars. <laughs> 
And, and we cut to Tormund, and he's in the the controls room, and he's got the the throttle pushed all the way forward, and he's just like he's screaming, you know, he's just like ah, <laughs> uh, and so and the, the doors fly open behind, and there's there's Penelope, and she's she's gasping for for air a little bit. You can tell that she's labored like, breathing. It's starting to have an effect, and she's like Tormund, mm-hmm. these are my last breaths, and I have to tell you. I do. I love you, Tormund. And we should be together, Tormund. And Tormund turns and and she's like, the only way that we could be together is if you turn the air back on. And he's like, okay. And he turns the air back on. And the moment the air is back on, she goes, get him. And Davis and leaps Davis out. Jumps and jumps on him. <laughs> tackles and, Tormund. And reaches inside, reaches inside and 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 pushes the off button like he he's holding the off mm-hmm. switch and he's still screaming at this point so he goes ah well better luck next time huh <laughs> and and penelope's like yep well i guess that's why he was the first <laughs> he was the first <laughs> he was the prototype and she's like what a what a fucking psychopath yeah yeah I made a a real Jeez. piece of shit. And all of the other androids come in and they're like, "Yay!" <laughs> yeah, they clap. Hearts are on their faces. <laughs> we understand that we're androids and we're okay with it. <laughs> we still love you, but in a platonic way, of course. <laughs> of course, as friends or colleagues. <laughs> and they uh, <laughs> and and Penelope pulls them out of the nosedive and and writes the ship and uh yeah there's a really dramatic sequence where they almost hit the face of mars but pulled out of it yeah. just in time right. and then soar back in the <laughs> orbit pretty amazing stuff but that's that's pretty much after the fact though. right and this isn't like a spaceship this is a space station i don't even know exactly how it's propelled but right they yeah, make it yeah. work as they launch back up into space it sort of fades to black and we fade up and we see penelope uh, standing next to the airlock, and she's got her hand on the switch, and we see in the airlock is is uh, Tormund's little lifeless robot body, and <laughs> Davis walks up behind her and he's like, "Are you gonna be okay with this?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'm so fucking glad this guy's gone. What an absolute nightmare." <laughs> uh, I was just waiting for you to get back before I launched it in case you wanted to see. I think it's gonna be pretty cool. She pushes the button and the airlock opens and it sucks him out, and they're like, "Neat." <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, some of this dramatic uh, Hans Zimmer music starts to play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we get these Extra credits slowly. rolling over <laughs> Tormund's little, you know, floating through space. Yeah, Star Wars style, like really long credits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. The crawl. What a film. What, what a, a uh, movie. I tell you, goodness, you think, like, like, I... I now, okay, I'm just going to jump right into my rating. I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10 because uh, I loved the uh, uh I loved where it was <laughs> and then I loved where it took you and then that ending. Yeah. That was that was a crazy journey. I mean, I got to say, um the the dream sequence Oh. The the two guys who lived on Mars, one owns a convenience store, and they're I mean, talking I, about space sports. What it? What? Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot Is more. That, what that was. It's set that they. I wish they would have done a little more world building. Yeah, the story itself I felt was very solid. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of twists and turns in there. Couldn't have seen the ending coming. No. Thought it was going to be a redemption arc. Turned out to just be you know, uh, no real arc, but. 
ultimately, I would just I would I would have to give this one an eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Nice. Into it. I actually I think I'll also give it an eight out of ten. I really liked this film. I liked the twist on the 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 formula. Little 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 subversion of uh, of expectation there. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate that in a movie, especially when it's done as well as this movie did. Mm-hmm. Really cool effects. I think the effects were done pretty well. Yeah, I mean, it, this was yeah, this was old enough that I think Tormund was like a puppet the whole time. It was a little some really good puppetry. That was practical. You think was it practical? It was an it was an RC car in a wig. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but square, really square. Bo- yeah, cardboard box with a wig on it. Yeah. Uh, and I think you see that though in the performances from from the human actors, like getting to act opposite an actual thing and not you know having to imagine yeah. uh, something that will be added digitally mm-hmm, later. Mm-hmm. You can really tell the mm-hmm. difference. You can really tell the difference. And, and and a plus performances from both people. I don't know who they were. They seemed like nobodies. Uh, um, <laughs> not worth looking up or knowing nope. the name of. Don't look it up. Don't 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 you do it. But great performances. But wonderful, like A plus, Oscar worthy. I, I wish I knew who they were, but I don't care who they were. <laughs> well, there we are. Well, yeah, that was that one. Uh, that well, one, job well done, you guys. Uh, we reviewed the hell out of that movie. Hell yeah! I wonder what other movies will will be delivered by the lizard people. Mm. Or if if you out there, listener, would like to submit a film for us to watch, you can do so via email at cineplexpodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at cineplexpodcast. Do it. Please consider it. Uh, in the meantime, thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you. We're, we got to go catch catch some uh, some sun rays out there. I mean, Hell hit yeah. the beach maybe, the goo beach, you know? Yeah, let's hit the goo beach. Laguna Beach, am I right? <gasps> oh my oh. god. Yeah, this is the first time we've had a, a beach. We always had the lake, but that's usually frozen. Yeah. This is like a, a beach on all sides. I guess that's what an island is. Everything's beachfront property. Holy shit. Perfect. We can sell so much real estate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to buy a piece of Timberdale real estate beachfront property, email us at cineplexpodcast at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at cineplexpodcast. And we'll sell you a nice beachfront property. We'll send you a beachfront property. Oh, and also suggest a movie, yeah, too. Yeah, if you've I got mean, the time. Yeah, if you've got the time. Oh, Greg, I like the hat you ended up selecting. Oh, Very wow. nice. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, it's a chef's hat. It says, uh, kiss the chef. It's similar to mine. Uh, kiss me on oh, Irish. Oh, you're right. Oh, I'll find a new one. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not. They're definitely different. One's an occupation, no, one is on, a this nationality. One, this one is a, this is a safari hat. It says, welcome to the jungle. Yeah, nice. And it's got a little, like, cuckoo clock coming out yes. of it. Yes. That's cool. <laughs> what a strange These hybrid. Are very eccentric, eclectic. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, let's, let's take our new hats to the beach. Yeah, show them off to all the clones. Hell yeah. Man, those, those clowns are going to be so jealous. Do you call them clowns? <laughs> yeah. Those jokers. <laughs> All right. Nice. Quit cloning well, around uh, and let's bye. get to it. Bye. Bye.